Hey yo, and welcome to the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. I'm Sabrina, here to chat with you about what it takes to look and feel like a badass. Fun fact, it's not about 1200 calorie diets and workouts you hate. Nope. Instead, we'll talk about lifestyle habits, mindset, and attitude around sleep, stress management, nutrition, and movement, all dumped in a great big bucket of self-awareness and personal growth. Each week, I'll give you strategies and actions that you can apply directly into your day-to-day life so that you're making sustainable changes over time. So if you're ready to get your shit together, for reals this time, put on your sassy pants and get comfy. Let's do this. Heyo, happy Thanksgiving, my friend. I hope you're having a wonderful day celebrating however you like to celebrate. If you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, I hope it was an amazing day and you're now enjoying your food coma or delicious leftovers or whatever the case may be, because around here we believe in balance and enjoying life. So there you go. That means enjoying the holidays without overthinking it and just focusing on making sure we don't overindulge to the point where we feel miserable because we want to feel our best. Yes? Yes. Good. Okay. Good talk. Now, before I get into the heart of this conversation, I want to acknowledge something very important. So this episode is very much Thanksgiving themed. Makes sense since it's coming out on Thanksgiving. So, you know, we're all good there, right? But I want to acknowledge that Thanksgiving has a very dark origin. The history around this holiday has been incredibly whitewashed. And I will openly admit that even my understanding of the truth around Thanksgiving is something that I'm mostly ignorant about. One of the ways that I handle this ignorance is to learn and educate myself. I am not of Native American or Indigenous descent, and this is not my story to tell directly. However, I think it's really important to take some time to listen to these stories from the people and voices who have lived it or whose families have experienced it. So while this is not what my platform is about necessarily, I'll link to some resources in the show notes about the true history of Thanksgiving, and I strongly encourage you to lead with curiosity and learn more. I think it's a really important part of acknowledging holidays and where we're at in this day and age and, you know, approaching things with this more inclusive mindset and kind of owning our shit. Then I say owning our shit because I am of as European descent as they come. So I'm mostly speaking for myself and others of European descent, but... I digress. So in speaking about ignorance, though, in my life, I've said some really stupid things out of ignorance. And so if at any time I do inadvertently say something ignorant and or cause any hurt or pain, I would really appreciate being informed and educated so that I don't perpetuate hurtful language and treatment. The the very basis of ignorance is that basically you don't know what you don't know. (laughs) And I have on more than one occasion, put my foot in my mouth, not realizing that I've done it. So please feel free to call me out on this. I do ask that you do so respectfully, but I also do appreciate being educated when I say something ignorant. So I mention all of this because Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays, just not for its history. I'll talk about this a bit more in a second. With that in mind, I'm going to bring you in on one of my biggest pet peeves of all time, skimming right over Thanksgiving to get to Christmas. And for Christmas to not even really be about Christmas, but to be about stuff. More and more stuff. I'm not religious, so I don't really care much about Christmas. My issue is more with corporate greed and people putting so much pressure on themselves while draining their bank accounts just because. 
Thanksgiving has always been one of my favorite holidays because I'm a big fan of the basic idea of gratitude and being thankful for what you have. I don't think we spend enough time in this space of gratitude. I know that I don't, and I I often succumb to the temptations of wanting and purchasing more. Not because I need new things, but because they're there and because I can. So when Thanksgiving comes around, it's a really intentional reminder to embrace the simplicity of just being thankful and to want what I already have. I don't know who said this, but I love the quote that goes something like, if you always want what you have, then you always have what you want. The idea of gratitude and wanting what you have are where I'd like to focus today, and I'm going to keep it somewhat brief and encourage you to take some time after for reflection. I think that being thankful and practicing gratitude are great ways to keep you grounded and centered, but it's important to acknowledge that you can be grateful for what you have and acknowledge the hardships in your life. Both things can exist in the same space. I say this because I know some people are going through a tough time right now, and while I believe practicing gratitude and being thankful are important to overall well-being, I never want to dismiss people's experiences. I don't want you to get so caught up in this idea that you need to be grateful that you end up passing judgment on yourself for any sadness, anger, or frustration for the hard things. So I'll say it again. You can be grateful for what you have and have negative feelings about the hardships in your life because there is space for both. I remind myself of this often because just by nature, I have a tendency to fall into the black hole of darkness and I forget to find this balance of the light and dark. It also makes me think of the question, how can you truly know gratitude if you don't know hardship? It's just something to think about. Okay, so let's redirect this tangent. I want to share a little bit about what Thanksgiving has meant to me in my life and where a lot of this frustration comes from with this societal impulse to skim over Thanksgiving and gratitude and go straight into Christmas and consumerism. When I think about my family's Thanksgiving traditions and what that has looked like throughout my life, It's been focused around connection, togetherness, the good fortune of delicious food, and enjoying it with people I love. Watching my nieces grow, each year painstakingly placing black olives on each of their little fingers before eating them one by one. I'm looking at you in particular, Laura. Some years, way back when, my sisters and I would help my mom make dinner. But for the most part, my mom would cook. My sisters and I were then on the hook for cleaning it all up when we were done eating. I usually ended up at the sink rinsing dishes while my sisters cleared the table, packaged up leftovers, rounded up garbage, and loaded the dishwasher. It was an event. In the earlier years, after eating and getting everything cleaned up, we would sit around the dining room table and go through all of the Black Friday ads. These were mostly meant for putting together Christmas lists rather than actually going Black Friday shopping, but... There were a few scarce years when we would join the crowds at oh damn it 30 in the morning, freezing our asses off, getting ready to shop for discounted Christmas gifts. By the time we started doing this, it was mostly for the kiddos. My family has always gone all out on Christmas for the kiddos. But then over time, Black Friday crept earlier and earlier until it completely invaded Thanksgiving and hello gray Thursday. My friend, this fucking pissed me off. Really? Really? We're going to use a day when we're supposed to be thankful for what we have to instead make it all about acquiring more stuff? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, not just browsing ads and getting ideas and learning more about what each other was wanting or hoping for, but to actually go out and shop. 
on Thanksgiving. What the actual fuck? Obviously, this still really makes my blood boil. And because there are still enough people who are so into it that they'll shop on Thanksgiving Day, companies keep right on year after year offering these crazy sales that in reality aren't nearly as great as they used to be and certainly not as great as they're hyped up to be. And you know, if you're one of those people and you're like, but Sabrina, shopping with my family on Thanksgiving is how I spend quality time with them, or it's not that I'm ungrateful, it's that I'm financially strapped and Black Friday sales are important for me to be able to provide for my kids and give them a good Christmas holiday or other holiday or whatever, please understand that I'm not saying any of this to shame anyone. I understand that everyone's story and their circumstances are different, and I am absolutely not here to judge. Most of my frustration with this is all around the greedy corporations and the extent that they go to to make people feel like this is really the only or the best time to buy affordable gifts or things for themselves or whatever. Creating that sense of FOMO, that sense of that fear of missing out. I just really hate that. I think it's really manipulative and it's just really none of the deals are really all that much better than other sales. With that being said, if you're someone who puts a lot of emphasis on the gift giving, especially for your kids, and you feel like to give them a quote unquote good holiday that you have to give them lots of stuff, I encourage you to dig deeper into what makes holidays special and how you want them to remember this time and how you want to remember this time. I know that gift giving is one of the love languages, but I also know that a lot of people can really relate to more than one of those kinds of love languages. So it's just something to think about. Now, I understand that kids are kids and even realistically adults are like this too. People like stuff. Kids want to open presents and have cool new things and that's great. Some of my best memories are actually sitting around the living room in my new Christmas jammies with my stocking in my lap full of candy with an orange at the toe of it. Thanks, mom. And coloring in a brand new coloring book with new unbroken crayons. As an adult, those coloring books were briefly traded in for scratchets, but I still sat around in new Christmas jammies eating M&Ms out of my stocking for breakfast. So again, I'm not throwing shade or casting judgment. Some of these things are traditions we've built over time and therefore have their own sentimental meaning. But what if instead of putting so much emphasis on stuff, we make a more collective effort to put emphasis on togetherness and quality time? To spend time together wanting what we have and being grateful for what we have, especially on Thanksgiving. Take this as my suggestion to maybe shift the focus so that Thanksgiving for just one day is not quite so stuff heavy. I think this is especially important to demonstrate for kids early on because the values that we demonstrate for them in their formative years are what they're going to take into their adult lives, generally speaking. I mean, after all, where did you learn that an abundance of stuff and gifts were important? So why am I babbling about this? What the hell does any of this have to do with health, wellness, lifestyle, and all the things? Again, allow me to steer this back to today, what I encourage you to do is spend the day wanting what you have. And I'm not just talking about stuff. I'm talking about stuff and all the other things. Want your home with all of its imperfections. Want your mismatched dishes that maybe don't stack quite right. Want your scuffed up shoes that have protected your feet while you've moved your body throughout your day to day. 
want the scars and stretch marks on your body that tell the stories of your experiences, what you've endured, and what you've lived through. Want the tattoos that didn't age well and all of the memories that go with them. Want the imperfect curves in the shape of your body because it's real and not edited all to shit on social media. Want this body of yours that has seen you through so much. Want the awkward conversations with the relative you don't get to see very often. You never know how long you'll get to have them in your life. Be thankful for, and proud of, the Thanksgiving turkey that is probably a little dry and dip it in the maybe too salty gravy. Be grateful for glasses of clean water that you can drink in between other indulgent beverages to keep yourself from feeling too shitty tomorrow. Want the three-year-old smartphone you have that still works great and takes decent pictures to capture heartwarming memories, even if it's not shiny and new. If you're having a low-key holiday, want the peace and quiet and the opportunity to just be. Of all these things I've listed, not everyone is going to have what I'm suggesting you be grateful for, and not everyone is going to have these things already so that they can want what they have. I hope you understand that these are examples and that this is your chance to fill in the blanks for what is meaningful to you. What do you typically judge yourself for? What do you typically feel disgusted by or frustrated with? What are you constantly looking to change? And where can you spend just a brief moment wanting those things that you already have instead and being thankful for all that they've taught you? The idea here is not to convince you that you should never want anything more in your life or to feel like you can't change your circumstances and improve things for yourself. You can, of course, do all of those things, and sometimes even should do those things. Instead, the idea here is to pause and be present in the moment and appreciate where you're at and what you have. To give time to how far you've come instead of stressing about how far you have to go. Because at the end of the day, there's always going to be that temptation for more and better. To have more, to be better, look better, and all the things. And corporations and marketers have become masters at making you feel like what you have isn't good enough, or that you can have better and deserve better. Consequently, we whip out our credit cards and put money we don't have toward things that we won't even remember at this time next year. I can't tell you what I would give to have back all the money I spent on things that didn't bring me joy and that I don't even remember. And I can't tell you what I'd give to have been a little more present in those meaningful moments with people I love so that those memories could be a little more clear in my mind. While I'm talking about memories, it's interesting to me that I remember so clearly sitting around the dining room table after Thanksgiving dinner with the Black Friday ads, visiting with my mom and my sisters, and later my nieces, laughing and enjoying the moment, and yet I couldn't tell you a single thing we got for each other, not for any of the years. And what we probably knew deep down but didn't really acknowledge at the time was just how good we had it and how fortunate we were for those moments. I'll be honest, this has been a really tough year and I'm not feeling particularly festive. It's hard to muster up the energy and the enthusiasm to be present this holiday season. But I'm doing my best because for as much as I'd like to change about my life and my circumstances, I'm incredibly fortunate. There isn't anything I actually need, which is such a privileged space to be in, and I don't want to take any of it for granted. So today, I'm prioritizing my energy for wanting what I have and being thankful for my good fortune. Tomorrow, I will continue to take strides to improve my situation and my circumstances because there's space for all of it. 
The last thing I'll leave you with is the encouragement to now take some time to journal, meditate, talk with a friend or a loved one, or do something to intentionally and thoughtfully want what you have and practice gratitude, even if just for a few minutes. Even if right after you do that, you go stand in line somewhere to go shopping or you get on your phone or your computer to go shopping because building up this small collection of intentional present moments can bring really powerful perspective. And don't forget to take a moment today, tomorrow, or sometime in the very near future to learn something you didn't know about the truth behind the history of Thanksgiving. While we can't change the past, we can take the time to understand it and do better and create an inclusive space and give everyone a seat at the proverbial table. With that, my friend, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I'll catch up with you next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Many thanks for joining me for another episode of the Badass is the New Skinny podcast. I hope today's chat gave you some things to noodle on and that you're walking away feeling inspired and empowered to live a badass life. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please snag a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram, tag a friend or two, and tag me at sa.brina.brina. That's S-A dot B-R-I-N-A dot B-R-I-N-A. And include the hashtag BadassIsTheNewSkinny. If you could also drop me a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts, it would mean the world to me. For more of the good stuff, head on over to my website at sabrinabrina.com. Catch you next time. Later.